Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. ES Audio. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm Mark Blunden and this is The Leader. Crime on London's tube network has soared by nearly 40% above its pre-COVID levels and fair dodgings hit a record high. Transport for London data reveals a total of 10,420 crimes were recorded on London Underground between last December and May, fueled by a fourfold increase in robbery and a 66% spike in thefts. Figures also show victims of sexual offences on the capital's bus network were overwhelmingly female and typically aged 12 to 30 years old, with schoolgirls accounting for a substantial number of people targeted in attacks investigated by British Transport Police. It came as 8% of respondents to TFL passenger surveys said they'd suffered unwanted sexual behaviour on public transport and 4% witnessed a crime being committed. So what's behind this post-COVID soaring crime rate? Plus, where are the worst stations and hotspots where passengers should be extra vigilant when travelling? Evening Standard Transport editor Ross Lydell has been examining the data and joins us to discuss what's behind the shock figures. Ross, what do we know? Well, Transport for London publishes about twice a year its latest crime statistics, which essentially look at crime levels, not just on the tube, but on all TfL services, such as the DLR, buses, of course, the Overground, and now the Elizabeth Line. And these figures that have just come out this week are really quite eye-opening. Some would say shocking, as you've just done. 40% up on pre-pandemic levels on the tube, and it means that the tube is actually worse than the bus network for crime. And that's something of a surprise, because actually many more people use buses than use the tube. You know, on a typical day, you have about 5 million bus journeys and about 3 million tube journeys. So really, by ratio, buses should be worse. But actually, these figures now show that tube crime is at higher levels and also that the rates are way higher than the number of crimes that we were experiencing before the pandemic. And this is despite the fact that there's about 18% fewer passengers using the tube than compared to before we'd all heard of COVID. What's the breakdown of the specific crimes? So we're talking about a variety of things from harassment, sexual harassment, particularly of sort of young and teenage girls on buses to thefts and robberies. There have been also at least one murder we know about on the Elizabeth line where the attacker has been convicted. 
but by and large, it's sort of lots of antisocial behaviour and just perhaps drunkenness as well, being sort of unruly, a bit of shoving, pickpocketing and so on. So lots of things that are sort of in your face and make travelling in London unpleasant and to some people quite threatening and has actually resulted in some passengers saying that they've either experienced something or seen something and it's made them think twice about using public transport. And young people being targeted is particularly shocking. What do we know about that? Yes. So what we know here is that in terms of sexual offences that happened on the bus, TfL said that the victims were overwhelmingly female and typically aged between 12 and 30, with schoolgirls accounting for a substantial number of these victims, which is particularly troubling. So I guess what we're talking about here is that them being faced with harassment, perhaps some form of bad language or touching or leering or threats that makes them feel particularly uncomfortable travelling on the bus. It's a similar situation in a way for schoolboys or teenage boys. They're the ones who are most likely to be victims of theft or robbery on the bus. So there's this whole sort of if you like, genre of crime that's being suffered by young Londoners when they're often travelling home from school. Very often, of course, it's all about mobile phones that these kids are having their mobile phones either pinched off them or taken from them in an aggressive manner and therefore it becomes robbery rather than theft. And so what's the context of this data? Looking at the bigger picture, we had more than 10,400 crimes on the tube over the most recent six-month period and we had around sort of 9,500 crimes reported on the buses. Now, I think one thing to say here is this is reported crime and many more crimes may happen that nobody chooses to report. So this could be Perhaps not necessarily the sort of tip of the iceberg, but this could be an under-representation of exactly how bad it is. But on the other hand, there are many millions of journeys every day. So just looking at robbery alone, for example, one of the most serious crimes reported here, to to give you the, the figure there, that on the tube, even though the number of robberies increased from sort of pre-pandemic to the most recent period by 316%. The actual number of offences was still relatively small. Essentially, they went up from 92 robberies in six months before the pandemic to 383 between December and May this year. So that essentially works out at two robberies a day on the tube. It's a very big network. So these figures are not good and they're not good in comparison to how things were a few years ago, but it's still a small number of journeys overall. I think that's important to remember. TfL says that on average, there are just over 18 crimes for every million tube journeys. Let's go to the ads. Coming up, where are the riskiest stations on London's tube network? Why not hit rate and follow in the meantime? Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. 
QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Welcome back. Now, Ross, um, where has TfL revealed as the riskiest stations for crime? So in terms of robbery, TfL has identified four stations as being the worst. And these are Oxford Circus, Finsbury Park, Bond Street and Stratford. And obviously both Oxford Circus and Bond Street serve Oxford Street, where there are many people and possibly many people shopping, many people going out at night as well and over the weekend. Finsbury Park is a sort of known hotspot for many crimes. You know, it's in a bit of a rough and tumble area, shall we say, and on the sort of border of Islington and Haringey and a bit of Hackney as well. And then we have Stratford where there's Westfield as well. So lots of people there, lots of opportunities for thieves and robbers to target people who may have um, phones on show or shopping or may have been out and about and therefore may be slightly more vulnerable to being attacked. And what's your take on why this spike in crime? Is it some kind of disintegration of societal boundaries after lockdown or the cost of living crisis? That's a very good question. And it's one that I asked TfL because I think one of the other things that this story reveals is that there has also been a record high in terms of fair dodging. And often these two problems go hand in hand. Very often, fair dodgers are the people who then attack tube station staff who may try and apprehend them or ask them to pay and they'll either get a a volley of abuse or may be physically threatened or attacked. And what TfL has also revealed is that the level of estimated fair dodging has now reached £130 million a year. It's never been as high previously. It's obviously hard to estimate, but previously TfL would put fair dodging at around £100 So my question to TfL was, is this being sparked by the cost of living crisis, essentially that people can no longer afford to travel on the tube? Obviously, fares went up back in March again by about 5 or 6%. So it gets more and more expensive every year to use both the tube and the buses. Is it the case that because people are struggling to get by, they are dodging fares? TfL didn't respond to that directly, but it did say that the the rates of fare dodging were almost around 4% now. So that means that essentially 1 in 25 people are travelling without paying. And you've got station staff often finding themselves on the front line? Yes, I'll have to say, you know, being a tube station staff member is not one of the jobs that would be on my hot list of things to do. I think after being, say, a police officer, it would probably similarly an undesirable task and all credit to those who actually do this work. As you say, it's not massively well paid. I think the RMT will often say that uh, station staff may be on as low as £25,000 a year. So it's not not a lot of money. And it's only a month or two ago where I was speaking to the TfL commissioner about an attack that happened on one staff member over that weekend at Harrow on the Hill, where he was punched the ground and ended up with a very severe head injury. So these are the dangerous situations that some of these staff find themselves in and that, um, yes, not everybody in London is a nice, respectable, fair-paying, well-behaved passenger, sadly. This is, of course, going to fuel criticism that Mayor Sadiq Khan is soft on crime. Looking at responses on Twitter can be a dangerous practice, a bit like looking below the line in some online stories. But very quickly after I posted this story, lots of people were essentially saying, uh, no surprise here, Sadiq Khan has got his eye away from crime. He's too busy worrying about the ULS expansion rather than things like this. Susan Hall, who is the 
crime and transport spokeswoman at City Hall and is also the favourite to become the Tory mayoral candidate, told me that Londoners would be absolutely appalled to hear that crime on the underground had risen by such a degree. And she said that under Sadiq Khan, crime on TfL had spiralled out of control. Now, what TfL says in response is that it has 450 fair enforcement officers on the network. I'm assuming that they're not all necessarily working every day, but TfL has apprehended many people. TfL has pointed to figures saying it has tracked down about 400 calculated and persistent evaders who between them are responsible for almost 36,000 irregular journeys, as it's sort of called, meaning that essentially they've almost clocked up nearly £800 each in unpaid fares. It's issued 54,000 penalty fares. Essentially, if you get caught not having paid, you could end up with a £100 fine. So it's busy issuing these penalties as well. How many get paid is another matter. So TfL says it is trying to do what it can, but obviously London's an enormous place. These ticket inspectors can't be in the same place all the time. TfL say they've been actively promoting the importance of reporting crime, especially crimes that are underreported, such as hate crime, sexual offences and harassment, and workplace violence and aggression, which has contributed to the increase in recorded crime figures. There's much more news and features in the evening Standard newspaper and online at standard.co.uk. That's the leader. We're back on Thursday at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.